Yes, sir. You know the vibes. Your boy, DJ Filthy Rich. What up, man? DJ Smooth. Yeah, man. It's your boy, DJ Big X. We are back to We Outside Show. We back in the building. And like we said, we got a legend in the building. The one and only Big Gip is in the building. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? What's up with this? The legendary. <laughs> Always got to put legend before it. Already. Already. What's good with y'all? Hey, man. You know, this is the part of the show where the, the old man talk. <laughs> Big ass. <laughs> What's yeah. good, Rich? I'll talk to him. Yeah, I've been excited to get Gip on the show, man. Uh, Gip got a lot of good things going on, man. He's uh, actually turned into a rapper slash entrepreneur, which he's always kind of had his hands in. And I just wanted to have him come in and talk about some of the products he's doing and actually how he's been an advocate for marijuana in the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So I just wanted him to come in and give him, you know, spread the knowledge about, you know, what he's been doing as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Well, um, all right, I guess during the pandemic, well, I was living out in L.A. for a good little minute, and I was getting ready to uh, drop a, you know, a cannabis line where the pandemic hit. At the same time that the pandemic hit, my father told me he only had eight months to live. So I came back home, and I started treating my father with uh, CBD products. The weed products he couldn't really take because he never really liked weed. He was a drinker. So... He didn't like the way it made him feel. So I, I was able to start giving him the CBD products, and he was able to start feeling a lot better. Mm. Well, he didn't stay with us, but the products I learned through that, I was able to heal him, able to make him feel better with stuff that was natural. And to go through that process with him, I learned that the things that I had to do, it, I didn't want to just be in cannabis no more. I wanted to be in the CBD. I wanted to help people. And from there, I just started creating products on my front on my front porch. During the product during the during the pandemic, I just started calling my dude named Tony. Now the guys that I'm with out in LA, they called three C's. Mm -hmm. They were the guys that had corrupt moon rocks with corrupt. So I met these guys a long time ago, mm. you know, because Corrupt, I was on the first Moon Rock mixtape with Corrupt. So I was like one of the first people to actually saw the, 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 the Moon Rock commercial and all that kind of stuff before people even saw it. So it, I, I was always, you know, intrigued with the business because I also was around Be Real mm -hmm. and, and, and DJ Muggs. So I was always around, you know, those that was in the business, but... Once I saw what CBD could do and the importance of CBD, it gave me a whole new outlook because I was like, I was thinking like this, like in Goody Mob, we always gave people the real. And we always took music as a way of healing us from the times that we was in during that time. So me going through this process with my father, I understood that I had to take what I learned from this and turn it into a business. So I started going around campaigning with this dude named Dr. Hodges. Dr. Hodges is the one that started taking me to the Capitol. He started taking me to the universities. I spoke in Athens, I spoke in South Georgia. You know, I spoke at all these different colleges about things that I went through with my father and the, and the effects I saw it have on him. Well, during that time, you know, three C's, Tony Acuna, uh, a guy named Jamal, another guy named Turan. They start asking me, Gil, what do you want to see? What, what do you want to see? Uh, what kind of products do you want? Well, the first things that I started out with were the cigars. Mm. So 
He said, what do you want to look like? I said, I like, I like King Palms, personally. He said, okay, well, what kind of flavors would you like? So I said, I started off with one of these, Magic City Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like one of the first ones I started out with. Georgia Peach was one of the first ones I started out with. Then I'm, I got a Lisa 7 that's just CBD, just just CBD. Then Now I'm going into the Delta 8s. Now we got Delta 13s. This is Master Kush. This is my own label. This is another Delta 13. This is Peaches and Cream. Another thir Delta 13. This is Grape Kool-Aid. The greatest thing about all the products is that the name is going to represent what you're going to smell once you bust it open. Okay. From there, I went into the gummies. The first gummies I did was CBD gummies, and these were all just CBD, but at the same time, it was gluten-free, and it was for vegans. You know, so that's great. Like, these are the ones that your mom and them could take every day. These right here, these are Delta 8 gummies. This got a little more effect on it. You know, it's going to give them that uh, euphoria feel. And, uh, you know, and to tell y'all the truth, like, uh, we opened up a gift goodies down in uh, Columbus, Georgia. Mm -hmm. It was great because for me personally, I was trying to figure out what did I want to do with this business. So I was like, before I started here, i go somewhere else. So I went to Victory Drive, the poorest street in Columbus. Right. And the reason why I went to Victory Drive is because that was the first base that my father went to when he left Troy, Alabama for, for basic training. Right. So when I got there, I opened up the store. We did the first day we was, I mean, we did, ten thousand dollars the first day in cbd products wow in the poorest section of the town i talked to a lot of owners they said gib nobody's done that you know what i mean so it just let me know right there that people were looking for something that was healthy it just had to be promoted to them okay i kept the store open then like again now i'm i'm figuring out what's going on mm -hmm. so with that we keep the store open i close the store I bring the store and I add it to now our family salon on 138 called right. New New Beginnings. From there, now I'm getting to see that a lot of the women that come in and get their hair done, they into the gummies, they into the pain cream. This right here, this is called No More Pain. Mm -hmm. Right now, we'll soon be getting this into hospitals. Like, this is some of the best medicine that I've seen work. The old people love it. The churches love it. And it's something great because I can get to see the immediate effects of it. I've seen it. People coming to into the shop, man, get my arm hurt, my hand hurt, rub some of this on. Boom, before they leave, they're like, damn, what happened? What is that? What, why that? They don't even understand, but it's just the medicine in it. So let me ask you this. Um, that might going to help with that gout. Yeah. So you've learned, so you've learned, especially as being an entrepreneur now, It is the marijuana business is, is a little bit bigger than just okay, we want to legalize marijuana. Yeah, and you got to look at this. You, since a child, you've always seen these CBD shops. You just didn't know, have a reason to go in there. Now what I'm telling y'all what's going on is that now that the federal government is paying attention to the, to, to the health benefits of CBD, and now they want to gobble the whole industry up into uh, being making it where you have to go to a pharmacy and get it. That's the reason why they haven't opened up Georgia as 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 a wreck state because the pharmacists they was like you're not gonna put nothing but discipline on nothing and it's not going through the pharmacist. 
that's the reason why how you was gonna open up and we was gonna have wreck weed. We have no place of of uh uh, where you can go and test the weed. We have no dispensaries. So how do you think that was going to come? That's a process. Right. You know what I mean? So right. if you look at it right now, they're not going to do it. We just did eight years of all this lobbying, millions and millions of dollars spent, people thinking they buying or they getting a, a license, and then they turned around and said we're not doing it. Mm. Mm. whole bunch of people got robbed. Right. Cause I just I know they did the licensing where they was letting people grow. At some point, did they take that away? They letting people grow, but who you gonna sell it to? Right. So <laughs> <laughs> going to jail. It's a setup. Yeah, it's a setup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Already. And I'm gonna tell y'all what's on the floor. They want to bring gambling into Georgia. Right. So think about this. If I'm the mother folks, if I can't control it all. Then I just bring gambling in here. Why you think it's these machines and all these gas stations? Oh yeah, but they bling bling bling. Them, them chair masters. See, so the old Georgia don't want nothing to go live. Right. They want to keep everything under the wraps. So, with that being said, it's more life, and I can benefit the public more by being in CBD than being in the actual cannabis yeah. business right now. Well, being that we're in the South. Yeah, the black you know, community too starting to figure that out. Like they staying away from. The, the drugs like that, they seeing what's going on with the perks and all that, even for like regular aspirin or um, I don't forgot, what's, what's the ibuprofen? Mm-hmm. 800 milligrams, they said, you know, that shit eat your stomach alive. Man, all that is drugs though, it's legal right. drugs. They worse for you than any of this. Right. See, my stuff is like this. At least you know what Gil, I'm, I'm tested everywhere. I'm tested before it get packaged. Right. You hey, know what I mean? Hey, so, Kip, I want to test this uh, Zaga tequila. <laughs> can, can somebody somebody give me a cup and some ice real quick? Because I want somebody to taste this so you can see how fast it hit. It hit way faster than alcohol, tastes exactly like what it what it looked like. And at the end of the day, guess what? You don't do nothing but go home and go to sleep. You don't never have no bad hangover. See, the more and more, the older I got, mm. Alcohol started making me feel bad. They do oh, yeah. the same thing to me. It made me feel bad. I'm just like, damn, like, why I yeah. feel it's bad? It's like as soon as you take that drink, it's like, it's like God, it made should me I take feel another bad. one? Yeah. And that's us at this age paying attention to our body. Yeah. Right. Right? So right now, I'm like, shit, I can smoke and drink. And now I know that what I'm drinking ain't nothing but cannabis. Right. I, I, you know, we in the club, bro. Like, I, I don't drink at home. That's like an alcoholic when you drink by yourself. I don't, I, do that. I don't but, either. But we in the club all the time. I got to be drunk in the club to turn up, and the next day I feel it every time. Man. I, this was the first thing I saw when I was looking at the products. I'm like, man, I am probably need to start drinking. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like if we had a cup of ice or something, I would just let you shoot it right quick. I'll drink it like this. Yeah, yeah. We, don't get it. We, don't get it. we don't get a cup of ice here. I don't so need no cup of no ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I told y'all I drink. Hey, man, listen, that boy is Cowboy Jimmy right there. He's going to take that thing to the head. Hey, hey, you could do that right quick because I want him to feel yeah, what you're going to feel. Go ahead and hit that thing right quick. The whole thing? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, man. It ain't nothing Like at the airport, man. We're going to do this live. We're going to do this live and then we're gonna go to break and we're gonna come yeah, right I got a two hour drive. I'm gonna take mine home. See if we can go. Let's go. Ooh, Ooh boy. All right. Let's see what happens, man. <laughs> DJ Filthy Rich before and we're gonna see what happens after. Let's get into some music. We're gonna come right back with Big Gip. We outside show. Yo, your boy DJ Filthy Rich. What up, man? DJ Smooth. Yeah, it's the one and only Big X. Yes, outside, sir. Outside, let's do. We outside show. We back. I just drank my um, Zaga tequila. 
Yeah. 25 milligrams. Yeah. The Delta 8. Delta 8. And we're That's gonna right. see what that thing do. And I'm, I mean, it's 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 all lines. I can tell y'all I also got rum. Mm. I also got whiskey. I just don't have that up here. And then, you know, right there at the end part, you know, we're going into the Gip Goody Flower. Right there, that's the Gip Goody Flower. That's that's Magic City Strawberry and that's uh King Louis. Okay. Right there, really, really does well for Gibby. And that at the end, that's gonna be the start of the uh, the CBD line. That's gonna be the hairline. That's the anti aging cream. You know, for you know, Gibby got to put that on. You know, I gotta stay pretty for these girls. I need to put that on my feet. So, so real quick, let me ask you this. <laughs> this, this, this. That's what I think everybody want to know because I, I, they hear, they keep hearing you say this. They I heard you say Delta Eight and then Delta Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Kind of tell us. And give us the it's really Delta. It's really Delta Eight, but I did Delta Thirteen because that's my brand. See, I didn't want to do. I don't follow nothing like the, like <laughs> like y'all shit. Right. I don't follow nothing. I do because that's the same you thing. Do what the, you want to do? That's the same thing the store said too. Like I'm gonna tell y'all, in the pandemic, I built this company from one Fayetteville store. Now we in nine states, and I know I'm in about a hundred locations in the state of Georgia. So. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, just growing it from state to state, from from place to place, I mean, like, we in Nashville, Tennessee, I mean, Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, you know, uh, we going on in California. You know, so for me, it's it's been great because I would tell anybody this. One thing that I'm learning about the CBD is going to give, instead of me just having one product like being in the cannabis business in the CBD line, soon I'm looking to have at least a hundred products. I'm I'm already up to about thirty thirty something now. Yeah. Some gonna go. Yeah. Big so business, so big that's business. the that's the that's the main thing for me is to be able to take these products and get these products in new new stores like Target, new stores like Walmart. Once I get the pain cream in the Walmart and stuff like that, it's go- I mean it's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. and then like I know you know the older we get. A lot of people have problems with sleeping. You know, I'm a I'm an artist. I stay up. I really I'm up during the nighttime. Sometimes I can't sleep during the day. You know, so with that being said, I I was like, yo, Gip, what would you do? What would you create? I said, I went to my people, I said, man, create something that that's like codeine, tastes the same, but at the same time take the codeine out and put something good in it, which is cannabis, C B N. So this, a lot of my products, I look at it like this. What black people like to do, I take the bad out of it and put the good in it. Instead of smoking a lot of weed that you see on the street, if you don't know them people, don't do it, man. Them people trying to kill us with the fentanyl. Right. It's real out here. So with oh, that yeah. being said, you know, I'm just trying to come up with more ways that's going to help us, that's going to keep us healthy instead of destroying us. So that's why the night-night, this is the night-night syrup. This is a what? This is a blue rash. For the women, I got the gummies. These are so good for my for the dudes too, cause I gave them to my homeboy Ooze, and he hit me the other day. He Ooh, said, "Give it." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Give it." They work. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like that's the main thing. Like the biggest thing with me is when people call me and be like, "Give it work." That's the best thing that I could say. And most of all these products, everything on this table, I use. So with that being said, I mean, it's great. And and then also, it, I got a new line coming out called the Hash Line. You know, 
a lot of people don't really know about Hash. I'm a 70s baby, so Hash was, was big <laughs> when I was coming up. You know, I used to see the older homeboys with it. So with me, I'm just like, I'm going to bring the whole Hash thing back so people don't have to smoke as much. They can put a little Hash in there. And I learned about it when, you know, that's all they smoke overseas. You don't get a lot of weed. You get hash most of the time. It's crazy overseas. They smoke <laughs> cigarettes and weed yeah, together. Together. <laughs> Cigar weed. <laughs> <laughs> so let's transition from the product. And I'm telling you, like, one of the big things I'm big on is the entrepreneurship and seeing that you got a lot of products. And for you to be to be successful as an entrepreneur, you got to have a lot of products to sell. And you got a lot of products to sell. But transitioning to the music... Gip, I know you're a big music fan, you know, and knowing the low, I'm, I'm a fan as well. What you got coming with the music? Oh well, I can tell y'all this. I did a, I did a song with this dude named James Worthy and and Big John. We did, we had this record. We put this record out about last year, and we did real good on it. Well, me and um, me and this guy James Worthy, we did this song. Mm-hmm. We put it out. And he just told me the other day it's almost gold overseas. So me and him is working on the album right now. Also, you know, like the Goody Mar right now, we kind of cool because we just booked everywhere. So, you know, the guy's just eating right now. <laughs> CeeLo is in Vegas. He got a whole new show in Vegas. You know, he on tour. He just came back from Brazil. You know, he back in front of 300, 300 million people. I mean, everybody happy in my camp. Cujo, he didn't put out his record called Bills. He doing his own solo hit. shows right hit. now. He just, I just like, keep working, Joe. Like, and uh, Timo, he just put out a record called The A. You know what I mean? So welcome to The A. So, I mean, like, for us personally, like, we just here to say that you ain't got to go nowhere. And I want to I want to say this to the industry, man. You know. A lot of times, man, it's amazing to me that people get cataracts on their eyes dealing with this industry. It's just depending <laughs> on who you're talking about. <laughs> One minute, we too old to make raps. Then the next minute, DJ Khaled could drop an album with all 50 rappers, if 45 and up, and everybody's like, it's great. So where we at, hip-hop? Can we all make music and it not be an age limit? Yeah. Cause that's what I be seeing. You know uh, what I mean? It's like one, if, if the industry or they got their budget on it, then they good enough to be here. But if they don't got the budget on it, then they ought to retire and get out of the way. Now tell me, tell I mean I'm, I'm just saying he's the same rapper. Yeah. They ain't changing their rap since the nineties. They rapping about the same thing now. So yeah. why is the difference? Is it just the budget and the label being behind it, or we just acting like we got cataracts to certain situations? No, we talk I, about I, this all the time. Talking about we this. just and it's crazy <laughs> that you talk about that. We just talk. We yeah. were just talking about this early before you got here. Yes. And I was telling uh, Filthy, it's crazy because I seen Ozzy Osbourne perform he at, 80, at eighty-six. He did, he did a live show, and he was well received by by his audience. By and, his I, peers. It's, and it's crazy that we that do, we do put a ceiling on hip hop. It's like if you reach forty, it's like oh you too old, oh you fifty, you too old. It is crazy because when every other genre of music there is no ceiling except for in hip hop, yeah. and we we set the ceiling on who we want to set the ceiling on. But they need to see yo, they need to see y'all show. Yes, bro. y'all show is crazy. Listen, man, I did some cool stuff, man. I worked with a promoter and booked these guys down there where I'm at, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't jumped up and down. I had my son with me. I got hands in there, everything they did. Man, that man came out of there like Ric Flair with them goddamn, them goddamn pants on and shit, man. And I like, I, I was there. I don't know, I ain't supposed to be, I was there and I'm like, 
I seen them in the zone, and you know, it's like when they came out, bro. Like, it's something to see, man. I think the youth and this just this generation of whatever generation X or even just ten years ago, just go see they show. But yeah. even out, but even when you speak about the show, when you speak about Goody Mob as itself, their characters, each ca- each person represents a character mm-hmm. in my eyes. You know it what I'm saying? Was, yeah, I'm just so saying it was amazing. <laughs> when you look at a lot of the groups and you like look at a lot of the individuals now, and I say this all the time, and me and Gipper get on the phone sometimes, we have an hour, two hour conversation. Right. There is no personality in rap no more. Everybody is kind of like the same. Because mm-hmm. the industry and took over. They 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 feel like they did it so many times that now they they can they can create it themselves. That's Copy. why they did the uh, what was the guy they just did the uh, computer dude? They just yeah. did Capital Just Sign. Yeah, man. and y'all know AI, and you AI know rapper. a whole bunch of people had to say this is a great idea. Yeah, until the public pushback. Right, but everybody felt like ooh we about to make a lot of money with him because they don't be asking us. The decision makers don't look like us. They don't come from the places that we come from. And that's part of the problem. You well, know what I'm well, it's funny because when you look at a corporate structure, none of the people that's in a corporate structure and give notice that's in that, that's in those buildings, at one point they may they may have been in the streets, but they've been in the corporate setting for so long, you lose and get out of touch with what's going on in the street. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's a theme with this show, Gip, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's something that we real adamant about, and that's why we have like legends like you, and then we'll have a young artist like T Hood too, because we want to speak to both levels we want to bridge the gap because you got to think too man like all right the young artists are speaking to the young artists because that's who they're supposed to speak to but when you hit 40 who talking to us nope nobody but i'm gonna tell you this too it's an inside job Mm. (laughs) yeah oh yeah it's it's an inside job big fact they they tell them folk not to listen to us yeah because they don't want us to have conversation with them folks you know what i mean mean, because you got experiences so you know the things that you know you're going to tell T. Hood, hey, man, stay away from this. Don't use this person. When they come to you with this, don't do that. They don't want those kids. Don't sign your that. life away. They don't want the kids to have that knowledge. So at the end of the day, that's why you're seeing a lot of the misguided youth with a lot of money. Right, right. <laughs> and they try, to, they try to silence the real OGs with something to say. That's why we got this platform, because can't nobody tell us what to say. I'm so glad y'all got this platform, man. I'm proud of y'all. Y'all, y'all taking it in another direction, and people got to hear y'all side, too. You know, like, um, people got to hear the success of y'all collection. You know, they, they, y'all done built it from ground up, and, it, you know, and it came out of the clubs of Atlanta. So, you know, and for me personally, I'm just glad that y'all here, y'all being able to speak, because anything in the corporate world right now is being definitely controlled. Well, we we, we, we unbought. That's one thing I do. <laughs> I will say. That's why we outside. We ain't inside. We outside. <laughs> I, will say, I will stand on that. We gonna talk that. But, um... Like I always say, and you keep up with, with a lot of everything that goes on, and I got to ask you about, you know, we we in a city where we was both homegrown in the city, and we seeing the city turn to the to the worst now. Well, it's happening because so many people moving here with their cultures. I mean, y'all watching it every day on the news. It's fighting going on in every motherfucking, oh, man, every high school in Atlanta, excuse me. You know what I mean? And that's because you have in Chicago here. See, I told people a long time ago, I said Atlanta's the most unique place because right now we have a special gang problem that's going on that's not that's not in any other city in America. What do you have, Gil? You have actually Chicago gangs here. You have actually L.A. gangs here. And you just actually have just Atlanta people here. And that's where you're getting all this fighting from. You're getting real folk from Atlanta bucking against anybody that's new to the city want to get out. They're going to get out with you. 
Right. One thing about it, man, we're going to get out with you. We ain't did this before, and that's what's going on in the city. And to the newcomers, today, understand that we're not going to have it. It's going to keep going on. You got to understand this is, again, where we are right now is the, is the reason why Goody Mob was made. Goody Mob came right after Atlanta was going through all that with the Miami My boys. boys. yeah. So all the stuff and the killing that was going on then, we was kind of like a group that was coming out of that. Like, it was so much violence going on in. So now we right back in the same situation. So when you look at it, we right back in the same situation. Look at what the label's doing. They not fixing it. They putting flame and they putting gasoline on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They not changing it. That's why, you know, hip-hop, we not in control of the culture no more, y'all, because we don't control the, 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 the checkbook. <laughs> at all. We don't control the checkbook, and the culture follows the checkbook. And right now, everything that's ignorant Got all the money. That's by design. So right. if, until we understand that and start going against that, it's going to stay the same. And, you know, I'm glad we in stink on here right now because the other day I walked up in here and Yoda was like, you know who in the studio over there? I'm like, who? He said, man, Grandmaster Flash and KRS-One. I'm right. like, boy, you crazy. <laughs> boy, I had to go over there and see the Blastmaster. Blastmaster yeah. working on the album. Like, and I asked them. Them, th th these are the gods of hip-hop. Why is it that what represents hip-hop as the greatest got to represent the streets? What happened to Chuck D? What happened to KRS-One? Right. What happened to the ones that taught us why they had to be left on the streets? Right. And I and I had, and I That's had, by design. And I had KRS-One in, and I asked him that. I, I was like, you know, it's crazy because hip hop used to teach and we came up in that era when it, it like a lot of my black knowledge and a lot of the information that I gained and I did research on when I learned about Stephen Biko, when I learned about Marcus Garvey, a lot of the, the historic things that I learned about black history was taught to me through hip hop. Now that's non-existent. And that's by design. Yeah. And then it's like, as soon as we start making money and understanding the system, then they go, then a few executives go into a room, figure out a streaming service, how to pay the artists now because they don't want the artists to have more money because what they found out is, I don't want another Eminem. I don't want another 50 Cent. I don't want another Jay-Z. No, I don't want that. I got to be controlled. The only way to control it is to change the way we pay you. Now, you and took with... You got to remember, the first person to go to the labels and say, I want a dollar for everything I said, J sell. That's Janet Jackson, right. virgin. Right. Right? So once artists understood that we needed at least a dollar, now a person that works for a label telling me what I'm worth. But you don't, you don't write the music. You don't write the check. But it's an executive sitting there telling me, oh, you only worth this. Man, you could be fired next week. I'm right. still worth the same thing. There you go. So what gave those executives the power to go into a room, change the whole system of how we paid, and then turn around and say, deal with it? Yeah, because at the same time, streaming was happening, and once streaming started happening, they couldn't control it. They knew the subscription base was going to go to the roof. And now that's why I posted today. I said, you have to get 78, you have to have 78 streams to even make one penny. Man, look. What are we? Hmm. Now we slaves, <laughs> and you they change that. They and that's that and that's and, and it's different per per platform. Yeah. So when you get to by the time you get to Spotify, you got to have three hundred and eighteen uh, streams. Yeah, I think title title has the least. Yeah, the get to get to yeah, a, get to a dollar. Yeah, yeah that's seventy eight streams. So you're not even getting paid a penny. Well, Kanye showing you, you need to go sell something else. 
<laughs> they are like right. CBD products. <laughs> like, product. CD, like CBD products. I mean, exactly. like Kanye just showing you, because it's just like this. It's like, okay, so what What they going to do also is go and pay everybody. So if they went and paid everybody $40 million to own they shit, how much money they going to get from it? Yeah, no right. doubt. Yeah. Right. If they gave you 40 that mean they going to make at least 80 to 100 off of it. Right. So yeah. there it is again. Yeah, they they should, I think I just seen Future just sold his his um yeah. his stuff for about 70 almost 80 million. But yeah. see, I just know the I know the Wizard's smart though. See, the Wizard just getting off and just got them he throwing some dirt on it. He already know he going to come with 10 more. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that danger. Yeah. So I was like, hey, the Wizard just know what he doing. He's smart. Yeah, he, he cashing out when he can, you know what I mean? He's still young. He make 10 more albums. They said right. NBA Youngboy just did that, too. He got a bag for his catalog, and he already got double that yeah. of the material ready. But to they, they it. stuck yeah. it in him first go-round anyway. That's the and then, and But see, then look, look, even with right now, it's like these kids and really sold, in their mind, a whole bunch of records. Yeah. And they getting the money that we never saw. Right. You know what I mean? So to, to them... It makes all the sense in the world. But but we gradually know that's gonna happen over time. Like you gotta think what we make now, Gladys Knight and all they was making crumbs compared to what these but, rappers are making now. But I'm still like Gladys Knight then took the road took the show on the road. NBA ain't been nowhere. And so yeah. he ain't been able to get out the house. Yeah. I don't think he done. He, he hey, worse. What's that, what that ball player? That's the that greatest ball? career in the yeah. world, man. He ain't hit, went nowhere. Yeah, he ain't hit now, stage, festival, and that. Nothing. He done left at least 50 million on the on the grind. And he the biggest. That's that. That's the reason why I say the game is totally different and totally uh, it's controlled at this point. So I'm going to ask you before you get out of here, and I got to address the elephant in the room because we know what's happening in the city right now. Um, hmm. Hmm. That's the, a lot, bro. <clears throat> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But the uh, <laughs> the DA is using lyrics against a lot of the rappers in the city right now. Okay, you mess with that one. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go there for a second. Okay. And I just, you know, because I know you're a lyricist too, and I know, you know, you're a writer. So I know you got an opinion on everything that's going on. I love Thug. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love Thug. My daughter, that's one of my daughter's favorite artists. You know, um, uh, my thing is this. Um, you've been blessed with an opportunity and put in a position. Mm-hmm. A lot of things around, they can tie it to you through relationships, phones, uh, certain things you just shouldn't have did, you know. You know, these folk been on you. And you got to understand, man, these folk don't play no game when they want you. So, you know, you got people out here that has done a lot of things and said a lot of things in lyrics. But if people can start connecting you to these things, it turns into a case. Right. So, you know, I know how deep this go because I knew nut. I know how deep that was back then because you got to understand him and Lucha were the two biggest people that they was after at that time. A lot of things, a lot of people was under contracts, you know, and things that happened. People did things to get away from other things. Right. That's the streets. But, you know, one thing about being on videotapes, if you say certain things that connect you to certain things, people can connect them. Right, no doubt. And it, you know you was young before you understood where, what position we was in. And 
all I'm going to say is that you got to always mix the bad and the good. But when you specifically keep something up for 10 years, and then you got somebody that you involved with that caught a Rico before you. Oh, yeah. So you got to understand that if you didn't cut off certain relationships, certain talks, then you put yourself in this position. Mm. You know what I mean? Music is supposed to be fun or art, but once you start using it as a weapon, it can be used as a weapon against you. Mm -hmm. So I would say just for the artists that's coming up now, you know what they're doing now. They're watching these, these Instagram, social medias, and they putting cases together. There's so much sliding going on, and we be thinking people don't understand. You got to understand. They, I learned a long time ago that every Thursday you can go down to the Capitol building, Fed building, they'll pay you for information. So, you know, <laughs> what? Say that again. What? Right. I'm like, donate no, blood. Hold on. hold on. Rewind that when you, every Thursday you can do what? <laughs> man, it been going on, man. That's crazy. Since, since the BML thing, you can go get paid for information. Mm. See? See, that's what people don't understand. See, the dungeon went through a lot of all this before it even got in a lot of people's faces, man. You know what I mean? Like, them folk watching all them folk thinking this, them thing. Why you think this studio been so clean for so long? Right. Come on, man. We were the, in, in them times, we were the streets. Yeah. So to them, it was like, shit, I know we're going to catch them with some. I know, know you're going to catch them with some. Yeah, a lot of us got a lot of us had things that happened, but we instantly knew that if we didn't take the, ourselves out of them situations, then we would get fingered for being in situation. Now, if you putting back and forth shit in the music, you got to look how long it was going on between these two camps in different situations. So sooner or later, then that man hitting, he get attacked. What you think them folks gonna do? Yeah. You talking to folk inside the jail? What you think no folk gonna do? So certain things I can't defend. That just like the other situations just happened. Right. Got folk, man, that shit don't take. You went over there folk with a vote. <laughs> 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 you might get 25, yeah. pimp. Oh, yeah. Mm. So you got to look, man, like either we going to get in these positions and think or we're going to get in these positions and put ourselves in a deeper hole because when they ran up in your stuff, you had enough of this to even still catch a new chart. Right. So you got to understand that you putting yourself in different positions to make their story solid. I can't defend that. Mm. You know what I mean? So artists just be careful because – Sliding and sliding and gliding and then going in the studio talking about it, man. These folks listening. They listening for sure. They definitely got their ears open. No, so, man, listen. I did a school with the whitest white officer that you can see in your life. Mm -hmm. He knew everything about the gangs. He knew about the sets. I mean, this is the <laughs> whitest cracker. Mm -hmm. Good yeah, white go. mother. I sat <laughs> with him. A good old boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I do school assemblies, which is sponsored by sheriff departments, all that. They mm -hmm. talking about how intense it is with the gang culture with the kids, and I'm doing middle school. Mm -hmm. And this the whitest white man I know. He know everything about everything about what's going on and that's, with, the, with the kids from the, from the signs. He, he 
no gang blood association yeah, yeah. They, that they I didn't homework. know. They doing their homework, believe that. Yeah. And King, that's the reason why I say this. The reason why I even created Give Good is because I want to be able to give and teach these kids how to make products that ain't going to send them to jail. Yeah. I'm going to teach them how to do different things, teach them how to cook gummy, teach them how to do CBD dog treats, teach them how to make pain cream. You know, it's like we got to start teaching our kids different, bro. Yeah. And until we as grown men right now say, you know, all this, all the stuff that we thought were cool when we was young, mm -hmm. until we say, no, nah, y'all got to remember our parents were like, we don't agree with nothing y'all talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, in this new generation, the, you, the kid grew up with the parents. Right. So right now you got to understand the stuff with NBA Young, the, the PNB Rock Boy, come on, L.A., everybody house been getting run up in for the last two, three years. Oh, yeah. People been getting shot, losing their job. T Grizzly just said his house got rent. Who yeah. better got get? Uh, Shani, come on, folks. You, you know why all that's happening. Everybody, everybody that go out there, you a target. Yeah. Right now, you a target. And they gonna let you get in for a minute just so they can get you. That's all, King. They they tell you all the time, man, we gonna get you in the end. Right. You know what I mean? We'll be your friend, but once you start paying, then you know you Once you stop paying. Yeah, once you stop paying, <laughs> right. the game start for real. You yeah. know what I mean? So with me personally, I'm just telling everybody, and in hip hop, in the culture, we got to start really telling the truth and start and take some of the cataracts off we got for certain people, man. Because, hey, man, you only get to the top if you're a certain type of person. Hey, mm. uh, are you a part of certain? <laughs> are you a per? Are you a, are you in a certain group? Yeah. So understand this, man. Like, especially being in Goody Mob, I understand now what Jesus and all our prophets went through, I understand now, because I can see it for myself right now. Like, anything that's good, anybody that tries to stand up for the Farrakhan, they keep you like that. Oh, they muted him. They, they, everybody, anybody yeah. that got but, something. But, but, but if you even look at, if you even looking at Instagram, you look at social media, if you telling the truth, are you showing the truth? Shadow truth, man. Yeah, shadow they shut man. you down. Yeah. I've been at the same number of followers Ever since almost like the pandemic. Me too. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we stuck. <laughs> 243. Like, anything anything ratchet you put up, though, them followers going But listen, up. if I put up something ignorant, yeah. if I put up somebody getting shot, some dumb, I'm going to get 30, 40, 50,000 likes. Yep. 50,000 views. 100,000 views. That's where we at, bro. You we know in, what I'm saying? We're in the day that, that good is bad and bad is good. So. You know, on that note, man, I know we got to wrap this up, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I, you know, me and you can sit there and talk for another fifty minutes. And <laughs> I got some more stuff I want to go into that we can do in another show. Um, but at the same time, man, I want to thank you for coming out, man, and bringing your knowledge and your game to the to to the set. And I, I, you got me excited to want to get me some products now. Should you know should X man, <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna save you from going to the doctor. It's going to save you from spending a lot of money on a lot of medicine that's made. Yeah, but, not even, but not even just medicine doctors. I mean, me medicine products, just products. Like, oh, yeah. yeah that's like that's you where got, it's at. That's just, where it's just at. Having, I'm, I'm looking at you got at least six, seven products up here. By the way, for everybody listening and watching, the Zaga Tequila is hitting. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, feel I got quiet. I'm just in my zone listening. <laughs> I'm supposed to be interviewing. I ain't got no yeah. questions. I'm chilling. Go Ted, why fuck when he get home? Yeah, he left the show to me, so it's all right. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> now we I do got to go though. He wrapping us up. He wrapping us up. So, yeah, man, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you, Legend Man. We appreciate you. Y'all make sure y'all go check out Gip, get all his products, man. We zog it out right here, man. Zog. We outside show. We outside radio. We'll be right back.